Baruch Hashem, it is day number 223 of our daily study of Rambam Sefer Mitzvahs. And in the three chapters of Dave Mishnah Torah, we are concluding Hilchus Shara Vesatoma, chapters 18, 19, and 20. These are the laws of other major sources of impurity. There are three of them. We've studied all three of them. In fact, we've studied all three of them more than once. Um, and this last one, this third one, we've studied already twice. And this is the third day we are studying this mitzvah. And I'm going to repeat it. Positive commandment 105. You know what it is. We studied it twice before. We're studying it again today. Positive 105 is the impurity of shichvas zera, of a seminal emission. Um, I'll share with you something new, some extra information or insight about this mitzvah. And that is something that is unusual for these laws, the laws of purity and impurity. Mostly, as I've mentioned before, the laws of purity and impurity don't have a lot of practical application today um, for a couple of reasons. First of all, we all have the impurity of being exposed to corpses, and that can only be removed from the ashes of the red heifer, which we don't have access to. So we always have that impurity, even if we go to a mikvah and immerse and remove the other impurities. So that's one thing. Uh, another thing is there's really no pressing need for us to try to remove any level of impurity because really there's no prohibition against living in a state of ritual impurity. That, that There are prohibitions that we've learned about that doing certain things you can't do while impure. For instance, bringing a sacrifice okay, to the, to the holy temple. But the holy temple is not standing. So we don't really have a lot of practical, practical application for these mitzvahs. Now, here's an exception, because this particular form of impurity, the impurity of shechva zera, um, there's a rabbinic law, not a biblical mitzvah, but a rabbinic law connected to this concept. And it has to do with when the Jewish people returned from the exile in Babylonia and built the second temple under the leadership of Ezra, Ezra made or legislated a rabbinic enactment known as Tvilas Ezra. Tvila means immersion in a mikvah to become pure. And Ezra is his name. He said like this, that when a man has a seminal emission, he cannot study Torah or pray until he immerses in a mikvah. Now, that's a rabbinic enactment. Biblically speaking, there's, there's no such mitzvah, but the rabbis have a power to add extra laws as long as they make it very clear that they're not passing off those laws as biblical mitzvahs. We've spoken about this before, and if you remember, we spoke about this at the very, very, very beginning of our study, 200 and whatever uh, days ago, okay, that there is such a thing as rabbinically legislated laws, not to be confused with the actual biblical commandments. At any rate, so Ezra made this law. So you're going to say, oh, well, how come this is the first I'm hearing of this? Am I obligated to keep this? Okay. There's a mechanism within these types of rabbinic legislations that says that if it never really caught on, then it can be rescinded. Now, again, this is because it's a rabbinic law. A biblical commandment can never be rescinded, God forbid. But a rabbinic legislation, just like it was enacted, it can be rescinded. So that is the case with Tvilos Ezra. It was too difficult for people to keep, and so it was taken off the rule books. So it's not halacha. It is not binding according to Jewish law. However, another twist and turn, it's 
largely considered an act of piety to adhere to Tvilos Ezra, even though it's not an obligation. So just to review, um, biblically speaking, there's no pressing need to remove the impurity of Shechvazera. Uh, in this day and age. Uh, rabbinically, there was historically a time when Tfilis Ezra was a law that was enforced, and then there would have been a reason, meaning you can't pray or study Torah until you do it, and a Jew studies and, and, and davens every day, so then it makes it kind of urgent. You have to go find a mikvah. Um, then that was rescinded. However, it remains a custom that many people adhere to as an act of piety. Now you know. Okay, that's uh, our mitzvah today, and we'll see you. We're going to start a new section of halachas. We're still in the book of Tada about ritual purity. Uh, we'll see you again, God willing, for more tomorrow. <laughs>